Any time this week, Josh. Are you ready, mate? Fuck it now. What do you mean? I'm ready to go. Kind of us all back. I'm ready to do it. Everywhere. I don't know what you guys are waiting on. I'm sick of being so uncomfortable with my Wait, skin. Like, are we, have we just started recording? Are you waiting for me mate, to do an intro or something? You're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I did my research. Cry. <laughs> in the week, What's the hardest part about being fat? Showering in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you recorded that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright. Episode. Happy <laughs> little dog. What's he doing? <laughs> Fucking playing Halo. <laughs> I've just been doing a second. I'm nearly time. ready. <laughs> no, no I, I said I was ready the entire time. I was just waiting for you guys. All we're going to oh, hear is your mouse. Thing for the podcast, seriously. You buy one fucking microphone. What? And all of a sudden... Oh, yeah, the rest of the bed. You can just... My carabin yeah, is still on true. this chair. And you do supply the place to go. And then insulation. Look at that. You're listening to Way Off Central. Would be good if it, we had. You could have we could do that everywhere. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's take on all these like crime podcasts that are on the Titan cast. Let's just fuck them off. Way off central. Where the new I didn't realize Way Nick. Central Vice. I didn't realize Nick <laughs> was it could be worse podcast. That's his podcast. What? Oh shit! He's the Titan cast, dude. Yeah. Who is? Nick. Because I seen. <laughs> I see Who is that? Nick? The Titan cast, dude. Because <laughs> I seen his um. I seen like a Titan cast story. And saw the, it the set up. Yeah. Yeah. Set up. And then I was like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. Wait, that must be like close worse or than ours or like. Oh my God. No, no, no. The name is, of the podcast is It Could Be Worse. Fucking idiot. I swear you were not involved at all. But Nick, if you're listening, it is shitter than ours. <laughs> okay. Real talk. <laughs> have you listened to it? <laughs> no. No, but it, and I feel like I have to now that I know that it's his. Yeah. But he also has like an Instagram for gaming. Where he just streams, which is pretty sick. Watched a few clips, I liked it. And then a music account. Do they have good following bases at all? No? No. no. Oh. But his music one has like 900 followers. Why doesn't he use that? I to think that's his podcast? private though. Well, I think he might. I don't know. Fuck. Well, he fucking should. He's supposed to be the ringleader here. Mm. Mate, you're fucking at the back of the pack. <laughs> Nick, mate, if you're listening, we're coming over, we're going to run the show. Because <laughs> this is shit. Um. I wanted to, uh, before we get into the actual content, well, I thought we'd maybe, are you <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I can't help. It's good. You know, it only feels like yesterday, yesterday that I looked at you and you had your hair back, actually. Really? Yeah. Reminisce another time. All right. How do you think you'd go being a conjoined twin? Okay, let's say, like, no, no, a conjoined twin. I know Joel is a twin and... But I seen them pop up on the fucking, I don't know, 60 Minutes or some shit the other night. I thought, imagine you're a conjoined twin, your twin's gay and you share an asshole. Like, How about, speak? Um, yeah, am I coming through right? Yeah. I feel like Aiden's not. Your blue light's not on. Isn't it? Oh. It's amazing. Tap, Everything's oh. on. Tap your mic. Everything's on. But oh, that'll do it, yeah. But it was still working. That would be... Yeah, it was still working. That's good. Really? We I was thinking that you were coming through yeah. a little bit quiet. No, nah, Aiden's good. You ready? Oh. Yeah. Yeah? I feel like I'm quiet in my own ear. 
But maybe right, that's just compared to you. Turn him up. Just no, no, I, I like me being quieter now. Anyway, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here come the nightmares. Okay, so you're a conjoined twin. Your twin's gay and you share an asshole. Oh, no. Like, that'd suck. Like, it's just going to be easier. This might be the one thing where girls would have it easier. I feel like being female and conjoined twins would be easier because everybody wants to fuck two girls at once. Not everybody wants to fuck two guys. I don't know if that's how it works, but... No, yeah, it depends, exactly like, where are you conjoined? Like, would you... where? If, okay, you have to pick a body part to be conjoined at. Do you have to exclusively have sex with other conjoined people? No. What a weird oh. fucking question. <laughs> well, I mean... How rare... Well, would that not make sense? <laughs> Charles and a million. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had... This is a birth defect. You don't want it happening more than once, so, you, like, you, you isolate the issue. Have you ever had sex? I've only had foursomes. Fucking suck. Exactly. <laughs> What a weird brag. Imagine if you're attracted to the fucking conjoined twin diagonal across from you. <laughs> you could only do 69. Fuck, you go on to weird double dates. Depends on, yeah, it depends on how you're joined. Like, if you're joined at the hip, it's, you know, it's one thing. But Hip's got to be the easiest. Oh, no. Joined at the foot. Yeah. Well, that's right. a pretty easy surgery, surely. At the wrist. At that point. Joined at just... the head and suck. Yeah. Oh, fucking awful. Or even if you just had one head off the side. Off the side. Off the shoulder. And then, like, what happens? Do you you compete for, like, body movement and shit? I don't feel like wanking tonight. Too bad! (laughs) It's like that episode of Futurama. It's like that. What did I say about playing Siamese twins? Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Real quick before we get into it again. We're drinking VBs today. And I just thought to myself... We had a beer the first time because we were taking the piss out of two drunk mums. Do you reckon they've listened to our podcast? Like, These fuckers have just taken everything that we had special to us. And no, except we're not mums. They're and they're also selling um, out live shows and like followers and yeah, tribe. And, and they you know, got a free mic. You, you get, yeah, <laughs> thanks. The rich listeners. helping the rich. That's the, yeah. the fucking little show of what the world is today, isn't it? <laughs> Um, that, that's capitalism that is capitalism but yeah. actually real question I know they don't listen to this but if you do two drunk mums are you guys loaded like are you guys self made rich hubbies what's the go like, I just want to know I assume you're loaded and I assume that you live in Texas where you have like probably big houses mm. I, but I can't see them not it. having big houses I'm yeah. pretty sure one's a dentist but I feel like their husbands are also in something like oil or yeah. land Probably Something wear like cowboy hats or own some sort of rib house. Shooting homosexuals in the backyard. <laughs> Indian casino. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Texans Let's do. fucking post it. I don't <laughs> care. Like, if people aren't listening, I'll say what I want. At this point, we haven't been kicked off the Titan cast yet. So I'm a tall black man. <laughs> we're, we're obviously not going far enough. I actually identify as Aboriginal. <laughs> They're both attractive as well. Are they? Yeah. I don't know if... I think I'm maybe watch like a little clip of theirs on Instagram I think one of them has like five kids or something like a fair bit of kids and the other other one has like two they both look in like good nick for that yeah Yeah. exactly yeah good on them I'm now looking them up like surely they have like a nanny or something because they they don't look tired I assume they drive like big pickup trucks but those like American like not the old rusty ones no it'd have to be like um Infinity SUVs. Yeah, it'd have to be like a classic soccer mum car. 
Yeah, but like with all the perks and upgrades. Oh yeah, yeah, like like leather seats and whatnot. But all right, let's uh, should we, we dive in? Yeah, what are we talking about today? Well, let's go over our three topics. What are they? Okay, so we have: Do fairy tales affect children's perception of reality? We What's have, the, yeah, we have, uh, <laughs> and we have video games and violent crime, and we have children becoming more dependent on electronics. So, uh, it, to avoid the, any creepiness, we're going to say young people is, is the uh, title of this week's podcast. And uh, thank you again to Miss Casey Olson who, like uh, Joel stated last week, ever since you gave us these topics, ratings have gone well and truly downtown. <laughs> but it is heaps easier on us, and we don't give a fuck, so <laughs> here we are. This is the educational part of the, uh, you know, the podcast. Mm. So to jump into the first topic of do fairy tales affect children's perception of reality, I was just Googling some fairy tales, and um, let me find it. Yeah, it was. I came across the true stories behind classic fairy tales, and I didn't realize um, Snow White, the dwarves are actually kids that um, worked in a copper mine and were severely deformed because of the physical labor mining required. That's fucking dark. See, that's a powerful message. It's a bit dirty. Like most fictional stories, that being, we look. Here's the thing: we've told we've told fictional stories since the beginning of the time. Mm. The Bible. Prime example. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, come on, come on. Beginning of... Beginning of... Sorry. <laughs> no, but even then, like, think about hieroglyphics and the Egyptians and shit. Bullshit, that stuff happened. Fuck off. They were just taking the piss. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking cool. Bird, camel, 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 tree. That's a jackpot. <laughs> yeah, that's a feature, at least. No, you've missed the king. You know, the yeah. king there. This next one is Hansel and Gretel. And it says here, the tale of Hansel and Gretel could have been told to keep children from wandering off. And it came about like 1315 and th- to 1370 when the Great Famine happened. And I read this little bit. It says, um, where is it, where is it, where is it? Uh, In the 1600s, she concocted such a scrumptious gingerbread cookie that a jealous male baker accused her of being a witch after being driven from her town, a posse of angry neighbours hunted her down, brought her back to her home, and burned her to death in her, in her own oven. Just sounds like another day in Papua New Guinea, doesn't it? Ooh. Yeah, or really any, like, no, and, me- medieval... Okay, um, don't mean that to be a dig, but I've seen, like, a documentary, and I know this is going off topic a little bit, but they if you get accused of being a, a witch in Papua New Guinea, they do some fucking awful things. Yeah, there are actually pretty like some pretty not bad all, cases not there. The, all of the whole country, but I just wanted to get my thoughts of like, does it affect their perception on reality? I think it does, but in a good way because if you look at like the meaning behind the stories, like Little Red Riding Hood teaches them about stranger danger, like affects them in a good way. Santa, not really a fairy tale, but fictional, like says be good and do good and you'll be rewarded yeah like it just pretty much teaches morals and ethics and fucking basic human yeah behaviour like I think it's beauty in the base beauty isn't just skin deep yeah so fucking helps if you're attractive though <laughs> not, that, not that I'd know yeah but... we've had a rough <laughs> rough life we are not successful <laughs> 
Um, and it's because of our Instagram photos. Go and have a look. You'll work it out well quick. I I totally agree. I think it's just like fairy tales are just sort of... I mean, everybody knows this, this is pretty basic, but they're just sort of like a teaser trailer for what's coming a little later in life, right? I don't remember a fairy tale about being raped by my uncle. Um, no, but you remember Little Red Riding Hood, which taught you to be wary of strangers like wolves. Yeah, you're right. Your uncle is a wolf. <laughs> um, I just he, didn't infer he that. He will hate your grandmother. <laughs> Maybe I was too young when I read it. I mean, you could say, is my take on this though, you could say the exact same shit about television, movies, any other story. Yeah. Like, well, that's the that's exactly right. really? Like, as long as there is fiction, there will be messages, there will be things warping fucking people's... Sen- like, but, like, I, I don't necessarily think this question is... Um, you know, saying that fairy tales shouldn't be told. I, I think it's just a... Well, I mean, I'm not entirely sure what the question is asking from, yeah. from is it like, Miss Olsen. But... Th- does it build an unrealistic standard of life? Or... Well, yeah, so in some cases, if, if you are looking at things superficially, you know, in terms of things like Cinderella and, um, I don't know, a couple of the others, Beauty and the... Oh, not quite Beauty and the Beast, but Cinderella, Snow White, the really classic ones then there is a little bit of that, you know, only beautiful people will succeed and that sort of thing. But it's one of those things where a fairy tale will teach not only children, but people, you know, some of the fundamental things and shape some of the fundamental, you know, responses to how society works. But you can't solely rely on, you know, a fairy tale to teach the child everything. You know, you you'll you'll get the st- like you look at things like the Lion King, where the the two lion cubs are told not to go um, into the the elephant graveyard, but they do it anyway because fuck it, why not? And you know, like it's the it's the simple causality. Just me making noise, sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you were questioning my elephant graveyard thing. Anyway, yeah, it's it's just a it's just a simple and. Um, almost almost dehumanized or desensitized way of showing you know what will happen or the the negative consequences of you know say not listening to you and listening to your parents or not being kind or that sort of thing it's it's just such a simple tool like kids aren't gonna exactly respond to hey remember don't do this don't do that but if you show them a story and go oh look what happened like it sticks with them and it sticks with all of us that's why we remember fairy tales like that's how it works is that how is that what they take away from it though like us being older now we can like decipher the fairy tales and get down to the true meaning but if you're like a five year old boy sitting there listening to uh, I don't know Rapunzel does it only make you think fuck I could like swing from my hair yeah look you're probably to some right de- yeah. to some degree yeah that's entirely true but the fact is you still, even even if you're not necessarily actively thinking, oh, I shouldn't lie because that ends badly. You still, you know, just through the imagery and the connotations that the fairy tale provides, you still get that negative, you know, thought pattern based on them telling a lie or you know doing the wrong thing. I reckon the most effective one, at least for mine, is going to be the boy who cried wolf. Like, because got it told to me, then like it just gives you, it, it's a tool. Maybe the kids go, oh, sick. 
consuming from my head if they just see that alone. But it means that a teacher or a parent or a guardian or whoever can then draw the comparison for the child quite easily and then they go, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. I think it's also a good... It's a good base upon which children can build other stories. Yeah. Like, you know, if you've got a fairy tale, that sets a scene where then a child can, you know, just imagine further into that, you know, that universe. It, I think a lot of people struggle to create their own, you know, their own universe with their own set of rules and whatnot. But if you give a child a set of rules, a set of characters and whatnot, they can then imagine different scenarios based on those limitations that are set. Yeah, nice little base for them. I think it also inspires like a little bit of hope. And some people might argue that you know okay, it's an unrealistic. Captain America, film. fuck, nah. No, like you look at it, all the fairy tales, or most of them at least, tend to have a happy ending. And like, Boy Who Cried Wolf didn't. All right, all right, maybe not the Boy Who Cried Wolf, but you know, like you look at most of the the children's movies and that sort of thing, they seem to have a, a happy ending at least. And you know, your skeptics will argue that it sets kids up for failure because they think, oh, well, it'll all go around in the end but I think you need to have that mindset I have that mindset now <laughs> exactly fucking earth but I don't remember a happy ending to Fox in the Hand I just remember crying profusely I think it's hard too because I feel like some fairy tales don't have happy endings but you can't exactly put that on the big screen because of the sensitivities around actually visualising and depicting something especially for kids i got a question for us. what would happen if you I mean, obviously, it's a it's a thought experiment, but what would happen if you pretty well just raised a child solely on, like, fairy tales? You know, in, instead of taking them out of that environment and then showing them examples in the real world of how these stories work... What, you mean just told them fairy tales to the age of 10 and then cut them loose? Well, like, you... What's I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's hard in practice, but, you know, like, you, you raise the kid by just having these stories played on repeat that sort of thing and letting them work it out for themselves probably an oversensitive child like that would that would probably warp them like you'd probably go they'd probably come out and go where the fuck are me dwarves <laughs> is it Bewitched or something that movie where the girl comes straight out of the fairy tale and she's a princess and lands in like Manhattan or something and she just walks around and like she's thinking everything's so nice and shit and then she gets like drenched by a car driving through a puddle and like falls into a manhole and it does not like Dream of Genie is it? no, no definitely not but I, I feel like it'd be like that like they'd just be skipping everywhere and shit and then yeah they wouldn't quite really hit by a car or something yeah. like yeah it, I think it just tries to keep things happy for kids it'd be like them videos of the people nursing the birds back to health and letting them go and then like a fucking bigger bird comes and eats it or a <laughs> cat. eats it straight yeah. away. <laughs> or fucking throw it out into the road and the truck hits it. Something like that. <laughs> or, or it just gets bashed by, just by the trashman. <laughs> 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 fucking grubs. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the funniest story I've heard. Oh, without a doubt. <coughs> Alright. Video games are violent crime. Are they directly correlated? I think so. I think... All video games should be G-rated and there would be no more school shootings and no more violence, no more domestic violence. Because it takes out the anger, it means all guns would disappear, it would mean... Everybody actually just plays numbers up 24-7, that's the only game. Heads down, thumbs up. Minecraft creative mode, no spawning monsters. 
We have to. We also have to get rid of monopoly because you know that's that's capitalism. Yeah, don't, that's don't want te- that. Teaching kids to be competitive, you can't have that. We're making our own crosswords here. I'm pretty sure that there was around the same time as video games a massive decrease in crime, like in the '90s. That now, don't get me wrong. Freakonomics and some economists showed that that was actually caused by the legalization of abortion in the '70s. It led because there was this massive increase in crime through the seventies and eighties, but at the end of the sixties they legalized abortion, and they show that that led to like a massive decrease in crime in the nineties because all these kids that would have been born in sort of I guess unwanted for lack of a better word, who would have committed all these crimes then didn't. Interesting shit, but still like no one ever blames fucking Pac Man for violence. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure that's the argument against. I mean, there's always been movies. Like, what's the... Yeah, see, that's a big thing. Everybody's like, oh, it, yeah. Like, you know, games and whatnot. You know, what you know when there was actual war? Like, oh, okay, obviously there's still actual war, but... You know what I hate now? Full-blown world war. People sharing shit on Facebook going like, oh, like, this was a real era where men went off to war to fight for their queen and country. And no questions asked, just went, like... Those were real men. Who do, you, like, who do you follow? Yeah, like... I don't see anyone. No, I, I did see that exact really? photo. Yeah. Really? It's fucking ridiculous. A real... Fuck real men. Queen. Real error. Fuck off. <laughs> I can agree in, like, in the regard that, like, people just... Yeah, they just... Seemed tougher. Like, they, they just handled situations as opposed to... It wasn't any ifs or buts. You just went and did what you had to do. Exactly. Same people... Also causing climate change. Like, yeah. oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not Definitely saying fucking dumber. Like, yeah, well, yeah, for the for the people in charge, at least, yes, without a doubt. But, like, it's a new era. Like, fuck, leave it be. If you're so tough, adapt put, with the times, yeah. or you're going to get left behind. Put it to bed. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Now. See, that's 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 a hard thing with with toughness and, and you know. Look, this is getting into children becoming dependent on electronics, which I have a little rant about but um, video games and violent crime I just think it's such a it's such a cop out yeah it's, it's, such a, it's an excuse it's, really like it's it's got to be led by the states especially in the way that you know they won't lose as much money from banning video games as they will from banning guns so let's blame video games first mm. what I don't get right when you when you look at most video games that you play more often than not and and this is pretty much all the time. You play as the protagonist. You like you still play, like even even though you're the exception of like some shit like GTA, I guess. Yeah, there there there's the odd occasional thing like Grand Theft Auto and that sort of thing, but yeah, for the majority, you pay you play as the protagonist who actually sort of you know fights for justice and fights but, for the righteous and good and innocent people. I 100 percent get what you're saying, but you got to realize that, especially in like the. Uh, I always view this in the context of mass shootings in the states. These people are the protagonist in their own head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, you're they're, right. they're yeah. shooting up the people that bullied them. So in their head, they're the bad guys. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that that's true. But like, even then, the message is still the same. You know, fight for the innocent, fight for the righteous, fight for the good, as opposed to you know, go out and grant. Granted, Grand Theft Auto, bad example. You know, yeah, you, yeah. You, it is a, literally a free roam world. Do whatever you want, kill whoever it's you want. It's fucking sweet. Why not? But I think the thing that you got to remember 
is if you just look at the demographic, like you look at a game like Grand Theft Auto compared to a game, I don't know, let's let's say a Lord of the Rings based game or something like that. You know, it's very, very different. Or maybe, maybe not Lord of the Rings, that's a little too far out of the way. But let's say, um, I don't know, Call of Duty. You've you got to look at the, the type of people that are playing the game. The type of people that are going to be playing Grand Theft Auto aren't necessarily the same type of people who are playing call of duty because they're playing it for different reasons you know when i play when i play a game regardless of what it is quite often i'm looking for the story whereas a lot of these people you know if if i pick up a a, um i don't exactly know how to say it but i'm more likely to pick up a game based on it on it having a good story because i'm after a story whereas if i'm a person who isn't really interested in stories and i already have you know, a desire to go out and, you know, maybe steal cars or, or you know, do these things. It's like a little enabler. I, I can see, I can see yeah. where someone might be coming from in terms of like that boosted them with maybe the confidence to actually go ahead and do, do that. But that's sort of a thing where I reckon you've already got that in you. It's only a matter of time and you're exactly. going to find it one way or another. You're either going to watch a film where someone steals a car, you're going to read a book where someone steals a car, you're going to see on the news that someone else stole a car. Like, a better argument for that would be it's just a good place to blow off some steam yeah, rather exactly. than turning people into these criminals. It's a, a place to blow off some steam. It is, like Video games are essentially fairy tales just to a slightly different degree and aimed at a slightly higher demographic who can disassociate what they're seeing in the game from real life. The only people who you know struggle to do this, well, sorry, the only people who are who are committing these crimes are the sort of people who would struggle to do this anyway, regardless of whether it's a game or a movie or you know they're seeing it on the news. I wonder if there's been a massive increase like in crime in young people and the rise of video games, and if there is a correlation. Like, whether that be related or not, whether that just happens to be coincidental. Like, per capita, obviously, not accounting for the rise in population, but... The argument people make who believe video games are, like, cause violence in young people, like, if they're not going to... If they can't find the the violence in video games, they're going to find it in music, movies, and everyday life anyway. So, even fucking ads... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it is simply an avenue. Yeah, their, their argument for it should they should also be against like fucking mo- most rap songs and realistically they should music. be against anything that promotes like that in any way promotes violence. So yeah. like even things like sport archery. Yeah, exactly. You know, archery is now you know a, a professional sport and that sort of thing. But once upon a time, it was, you know, a weapon designed to kill people. Okay, so just having a look um, from Wikipedia to Forbes to... Wikipedia? Wikipedia to Forbes to the American Psychological Association, um, Oxford, Criminology at Oxford, pretty much all just says they have found no link. Yeah, there's... It's just like... Oh, those pesky video games. Like, it's just such bullshit, hey? Exactly. There's no concrete evidence from the foolish baby boomers who are looking for things to blame on their mistakes. Yeah. Such a good era of people, but they always just look for something to blame. Fucking pathetic. Uh, Honestly. 
Having said that, not all of them. No, every last baby boomer is a cunt. Hand in your last. <laughs> um, should we move on to children becoming more dependent on electronics? Yeah, or definitely should. should we move on to the second beverage? Let me finish my first. Uh, actually, yeah. Because I started drinking my second glass of water and didn't finish that. Now I'm just fucking double parking myself. Oh, Do I goodness. pour them both into one cup and drink them both? I don't no, think so. Definitely not. Do I skull one and then just have the beer sitting on top of the water? Doesn't feel nah, good. It doesn't. Skull the forget beer. about the water and just drink the beer. I'll skull the beer. Vortecky. Chill. No. No. Nobody liked that fob joke. Kachoo. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Froth City. <laughs> Felt Mr. Incredible. You must be booking fast. Skucks. <laughs> Doos. How fast do you think you were going? You must be booking. <laughs> you know my plate. Don't give up. Make it close. Bob. <laughs> it's time to intervene. I'm intervening. <laughs> let's just let's just watch the Incredibles. Let's let's put. It I can quote the whole fucking <laughs> theater. My God, you've gotten fat. Hobble suit, darling. Hobble suit. <laughs> No caps. <laughs> Children becoming more dependent on electronics. Straight up, I'm going to say it. Everyone's becoming more dependent on electronics. Yeah. You can't right. just say kids have a problem because you're the one fucking handing them the phone. You think your pacemaker isn't fucking hackable, you bitch? <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> okay, so I just think this is something that the older generation has been saying forever. Like... Our grandparents probably told our parents that they're spending too much time in front of the telly. And then our grandparents' parents probably said the same thing about the fucking radio. But I think what we're not taking into account when all this shit is being said is the fact that the human race is advancing at such a rate that, like, you need to advance with it or you fucking get left behind. Like, you pretty much can't get a job now unless you can use a phone. Like, your boss needs to be able to contact you or tell you when your shift is or... You need to be able to see your payslip. You literally cannot have a love if you don't have an email address. Yeah, like... You, in, you, our, like in our case, fucking my gov. Like, you want to do your tax return. You need some sort of... Like, there's other options, but realistically... Yeah. You need, like, an interest, or at the very least, like, a sense of comfortability when it comes to the electronic world. You like, it's It's just a necessity in this day and age. And you see it... You see it every day, you know, when you get on the bus or that sort of thing or any public transport or, you know, out and about. People who aren't comfortable with technology struggle. People who are comfortable with it, the world's their oyster. They can do pretty much whatever they want, whenever they want because it's at their fingertips. Yeah, absolutely. And look, I can see the fact that it's changing the way that we interact with people. Like a big argument is the fact that, oh, you know, kids are losing their ability to interact socially. And I just think... As long as we have schools and pubs and clubs, we'll never fully lose that ability to interact. It's just a way that we're advancing. Like, it's connecting us with people. And if that communication is happening differently, but it means you're learning more shit, who cares? And in terms of, like, not learning skills and relying on the internet, like, I just don't really see it as a thing. Like, jobs open up, right? in the digital sector 
and we think, oh, fuck, you know, everyone's just going to IT. But they probably said that how many fucking years ago about the mines and, like, the gold rush and shit. Like, jobs are closing up in the mines, jobs open up in the digital sector. It's, like, what happens throughout time with any craze. Like, at some point in time, probably a bunch of people were like, oh, fuck, we're going to have no more farmers. Everyone's becoming a blacksmith. Oh, fuck, we're going to have no more miners. Everyone's moving to IT. Like, no, we don't need it anymore or as much anymore. I will admit, like, there's still importance in some of the old world values. Like, you know, it's still good to be able to do things with your hands and it's good to be able to, you know, get around and interact with you know, all sorts agree. of different people and whatnot. But that doesn't mean that, you know, embracing the new world is a bad thing. And I kind of view, like, the internet as an enabler for that shit. Oh, like, if doubt. I don't know how to do something, I can YouTube it. I can look it up on Google and then instead of spending a day riding my bike to the library and then finding the right encyclopedia and then looking it up and then going and calling a professional and asking how and then paying some money for my time, I can Google it, find out in about five minutes how to fucking do it, get it done, and then I have that knowledge. And it's not like people who like work in trades, like the electronics is in that as well like they're making tools now that they've got surveyors that'll fucking put a computer and a laser and it'll shoot and you'll know exactly where your pipes will come up through a slab or where your fucking walls will start 100% fucking how tricky would shit have been before yeah. laser levels it makes fuck oh, fuck. fuck that yeah there's a point at which you say okay it's good to know how things can be done without you know tech but when we've got the option, why don't we use it? Exactly. I feel we need like to it's only good to know that stuff so we know how this works, essentially. Yeah. But realistically... It's good to know where you've come from. It is, uh, absolutely. So then we can sort of look at where we're going. Yeah. I think the fact is we generally need to be smart enough that we can interact and you know use the point, you know, the technology at the point that it's at. And, you know, as, as people, we need to be able to see the you know see the thing that we're using in front of us and be able to look back and see the steps that it took to got to get to this look i'm all for if it ain't f- broken don't fix it but i'm also equally for the biggest hindrance to innovation is someone saying this is the way we've always done it fuck that let's find a better way yeah, it's like work smarter not harder exactly and exactly. at the end of the day electronics no matter what they are tell, like phones computers bloody tools for work that they are just tools modern day life and everybody should be able to use them and know how to like operate one they should know that it's not you're not fucked without one like you can still like if i go to work and my the battery dies in my laser i still know how to get the job done without it working yeah and then i know i've I feel like I've attacked oldies a lot and they're like, fuck, like you spent too much time on your phone or something. But like, did you guys not fucking catch planes heaps when you fucking, when they came, like when big commercial planes came out and stopped fucking taking boats across the world? Yeah. Like people spend a lot of fun, time on their phone these days, but you know, it's not like they're necessarily playing games. Yeah. When I go on my phone, it's because my phone literally has my entire schedule for you know like yeah. the next two weeks it can tell me what i'm doing you know at eight fifteen, three three days from now 
who's meant to be there, who's not meant to be there, what tools are required, order materials. Exactly. It yeah. you know, you know thing things like electronics, which, sorry, it you know, we should get back to children depending on electronics, but yeah, electronics these days aren't necessarily <coughs> a leisure thing. They're they're literally a tool. Like we're I, not doing it just to enjoy ourselves. We're doing it because it makes life for everyone easier. I think like. I understand that the topic is children becoming more dependent on electronics, but also this is leading on to why they need to be yeah. not dependent on, but able to use. And I think they're two very different things. And I think the dependency gets confused when people view the mobile phone as, say, an extension of ourselves. You know, we're always checking it. Kids are checking it. And I, I kind of see, to be honest, electronics often used as just laziness by parents can't calm their kids down on their own so let's chuck on a fucking video it's easy give them the ipad fuck off and do what you want Look, as much as i'm against that because i think especially in that young age not that i know a heap about this but especially at that young age like i think it's important that they interact with the world at the same time i don't see the problem with them consuming the content on an ipad as opposed to a television if they're going to be watching it anyway exactly and it's just portable and if if i'm in the shop and a kid's fucking screaming give the kid the ipad I i'll give him my fucking phone <laughs> yeah, I give fuck. like, like if it's going to shut you the fuck up that's fine um because what are they going to do like the alternative is they just sit there screaming or they put like a breadstick in their mouth like doesn't really matter if they're consuming some content if anything that's kind of good for them don't you reckon I think the fact is like it's okay for children to use technology and you know it's important for children to use technology but it's not okay for adults to rely on technology to raise their children yeah 100% yeah exactly and but use it as a tool by all means yeah it was it was good that you bought Aiden and Aiden brought it up and you elaborated on it, Harper, that like parents use it as a tool to fucking make their life easier. I feel like it'd be easier if, um, like, it, it's a good tool for older parents, like parents having kids I, I when they're like we, I know 30 years old, because I feel like young parents, like 16 through 20, don't have the energy and patience. And it's such a change of pace, like, it's a different your life changes when you have a kid I'd assume I don't know but well I mean you haven't met yours no (laughs) fuck and they still want to (laughs) and they still want to talk to like their friends and go out and they're like fuck I just want to watch some Netflix I'll just give the kid like fucking an iPad to watch something on and that I feel like that can distance and corrupt like a little kid's capability to form relationships with real people 100% and then older parents aren't likely to do that as much because they're ready for it that mm. like kids are what they want it wasn't an accident and they didn't feel like an abortion was wrong so I'm keeping it see I'm sort of like I get what you mean and then at the same time I'm also like the opposite way I'm like you know if you're between let's say you're mid 30s to mid 20s in that like I, in my opinion, if you're gonna become a parent, I reckon between thirty-five and twenty-five, like that's the ideal window. Not that that's like based on anything. Fire, like mature enough, but also 
Young far enough. away from your midlife crisis that you can make good decisions. Well, yeah, also just the fact that you'll still have the patience to deal with them and still be able to like run around and have fun and play with your kids, but not to the point where you're feeling like you've missed out on some of your youth and you've missed out on partying and stuff. And I just feel like if you're older than that bracket, if you're like losing patience or you're losing energy or you're really struggling, then the electronics can be a useful tool. Mm. And so it works on both ends of that spectrum. Brilliant thing for like single parents, I guess. Virtual dad. We should make an app. Virtual dad. A virtual mum. Leaves this people as well. Some, <laughs> just has... What? Leaves people as well. Yeah, that'll just be the black All right. <laughs> hey, I'm just off to the shelves. <laughs> virtual dad, like... Like, you know how all your apps shake yeah. before you delete them and it just deletes itself in front of you? Sorry, TikTok, and it was just like... Just out to get cigarettes, I'll be back at 10. <laughs> a text pops up on the screen. Are you sensing a pattern here? <laughs> no one... Li- it'll be like that Once Momo thing. Once wasn't enough. Yeah, it'll be like that Momo thing and it'll come up like, <laughs> you'll never be loved. <laughs> like, kill yourself. <laughs> Jesus, nah, this saw- got dark. <laughs> Sorry, TikTok, and it was like, Mum, hilarious. I won the lottery, and it was like my dad coming back from the shop with milk, like just walked <laughs> in like eight years later. I've seen that one. <laughs> um, um, virtual mum, but it just has like tits just spurt milk at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a good video on Facebook, and it was this guy pretending to be the mum, and he's in the driver's seat and supposedly pretending that there's her two sons in the back and they're fighting. He's like, Stop fucking around and hitting each other now. And then he's driving and then he just starts like doing this fucking like <laughs> like you're slapping the back of a horse's ass while you're riding it sort of thing, like to hit their knees in the back. Cause every mum does that, I'm sure of it. And then they she puts his hands back on the wheel and just goes <sighs> <laughs> just starts weeping. Fuck, did anybody else's mum do that? For just yeah, just just randomly yeah. weep in front no, of No, just like get like start tear up after she like Belt the shit out of you for being so annoying. I was, believe it or not, an angel of a child. I never had that. <laughs> Sorry, mum. God, I my, remember my it a few times. My parents just beat it out of the other kids before yeah, they got they, to me. So they I didn't was actually able to... care by you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by the time they got to me, they were like, ah, they're working out. I reckon the easiest thing you'd do as a mum is you'd speed up if kids were fucking around the back and they'd just jam on the brakes. All right, kids, unclip. No, nah, because eventually they did, like, they'd. The first time I might get them, but after that they'd be like, "Yeah, cool. Let's let's like like let's really roll them up and see how fast we can get her going." I know I'd do that. <laughs> you just so roll sorry, the ca- yeah, your mum <laughs> mum's real stubborn. She just rolls the car. That <laughs> fucking teachers. Whoa! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Deadrop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Like the how at your mother thing where they yeah. take tantrum with it. Rip a phone book and shit, yeah. Down drop. I'm going to do, yeah. do push-ups in the kitchen. So I, can, I reckon that pretty much concludes our three topics. And I just got... There's a good little rant today. We, yeah, we got... That's been like good. Got some good. Definitely a bit of talking going on. Yes. Yeah. So I was just scrolling through Facebook and I realised I've been doing it for a, a fair bit now, like a couple months. And so I've pretty much found a new hobby and it's scrolling through shit posting pages on Facebook. Yep, love and it. Me too. Like mainly their posts, like I fucked myself on Facebook. My Facebook used to be awesome to go through. Like <laughs> so many shit posting pages and really shitty meme pages. I feel like I'm losing my Your like, edge. 
yeah my edge like i can't make jokes anymore because all i see on facebook are just <laughs> shit fucking things that you might look at and you go i can see how someone thinks this is funny or i might look and go <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> it that's, gone, that's the best but... possible rest just so rare do you fuse something on your phone and actually laugh out loud. Yeah. yeah. And but now I'm just going through the comments on these shit posting pages posts and just admiring how attractive the people are that comment on it. Really? Like just going on their profiles, going through their profile picture. Do you mind naming a few profiles? Because I just like going through the comments on uh, the world through the eyes of a man called Ken. And like... See, one of his most recent ones was it's come to my attention that someone has sworn on one of my posts I would not be posting till they yeah, apologise. Yeah. Here's one that just came up of the world through the eyes of a man called Ken. Lady at Baptist Care asked if I liked Greece. I told her I did. She asked what my favourite songs were. I told her I didn't know any songs about Greece, but I liked the feeling of it in my hair after a long day in the garden. I've tried to contact my son in prison for the first time since he went back in. He does not want to speak to me. Muhammad is away with family for a weekend in his homeland, Penrith. (laughs) (laughs) Kata, Paul, taking me to KFC tomorrow as they have commented on my status the other day and I wish to thank them. Signed, Ken. Beautiful. Here, I'll I'll just go... So I found a shitposting page already. Oi, nah. They've posted, oi, nah, there's only two genders, brothers and brevets. And I'll go through the comments and... I'll find one. This girl is called Phoenix Henar. And Yeah, right. Wow. She's attractive. I don't think ugly people comment on things. I don't think that attractive people would follow the shit posting pages like us. Yeah. You wouldn't think so, would you? You think they'd have better things to do with themselves. Kane Zulian. Yeah. Sorry, Kane. <laughs> <laughs> that example there, champion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get next time. See? That was a shit joke because that's on my Facebook feed. You know what's you know what's quality humour? What's that? There's there's a scene in Despicable Me where um where the girls are trying to get Gru to read them a bedtime story and one of them's like, Oh like pretty please. It's like the physical appearance of the please did not make any difference. <laughs> like, I can't quite do his voice, but I thought it was hilarious. I reckon that's the best. Despicable Me is a quality film. Oh that's anyway who disagrees. Girls. Dustin Van Milt, he looks like he has a fun life. He does, because he's, he's on a, a boat. With a wetsuit. He looks really tall. Oi, Josh, does this count as, a, as annoying? <laughs> Damn. Here's a good shit post. It's uh, Venom sitting next to Spider-Man going, psst, passing him a note. It says, it's physically impossible to pronounce the words I, Laws, Doug, and Aim in sequence. I laws the game. Fuck, I lost the game, guys. That's terrible. How oh, good. That's despicable. And now we have to post it to the chat because it's the rules. Should we um should we wrap up this podcast? Guys, thank you very much. That's been episode seventeen. Seventeen. Fuck, Fuck. we're closing it on twenty. To be honest, I just I'm actually really wrapped. To be honest. I don't even I look we've been stuck on three hundred and fifty one followers ish give or take for the last probably month yeah mostly due to inactivity just people having busy lives but um I'm so keen I, re- I really want to get this pie trip happening really want to get some videos happening actually make shit happen yeah if anybody listens to this 
I was going to bring this up after we ended this podcast here too, but I feel like you both be on board, so I'm just going to put it in now. I can always cut it later, but I probably won't. I'm in. I'm going to put a post on our Instagram, and for every 10 likes, us three collectively, like every 10 likes that post gets, we're going to donate $1 to farmers for water and shit. I think that'd be awesome. Fuck it, On us. A dollar a like. Up it. Do it. I can't do that. I can't do that. (laughs) Free hot dogs. No drinks. No drinks. Can't can't do drinks. (laughs) Actually, you're right. They can get wild. Okay, no, but for every 10 likes. Every 10 likes, we will donate $1 to farmers in need because we're having a real hard time. What, we? They're having a real hard time with droughts at the moment. 100%. And... Look, I blame the government for not bringing the rain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying now, this summer is going to be a big one. Like, oh. I, I honestly expect there will be water restrictions in Canberra or in the ACT soon, purely so they can pump. We haven't had them in years. Have no, we haven't. I remember I having one when I was like six. Yeah, I, reckon I remember when we were younger, but not, New South not Wales is going to need it soon enough. I remember. So that's... they're going to put us on water restrictions, give like a lot of the water we have to New South Wales, which Plus, isn't much. There's going to be bushfires, and it's our. Our reservoirs are at like 50% anyway. So unless we get a lot of rain this summer, which isn't looking likely, things are going to be tough over the next couple of years. I don't mind a bit of salt water. Yeah. (laughs) Where the water there is good. (laughs) In bottles. Can't wait to fill up on that. I'm scared to have ice in my drinks now from there. Mm. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry. The ice comes in bags, mate. It's fine. Dude, I went there. I like bags. <laughs> okay. Do you like fucking death? I didn't, that gives yes. me a boner. Do you like barley belly? Because same. Um, no, seriously, that post, 100%. Get stuff happening. God, what a waste of time <laughs> that was. This is, <laughs> this is quality. This is quality content. What the fuck? What the fuck? All right. Um, All right. Episode 17. Guys, thanks for listening. Do we get listeners anymore? I don't actually know. I don't know. We're going to check after this. I'm worried that we've, we're down to just me. Yeah, true. Um, I, it, it is just us. We're, we're the only ones. I, we're going to head out. <laughs> Shit post. Well, Sorry. Central. See ya. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.